I go out on a date. Oh, you guys don't even want to know. I get the, uh, yeah. I get the air freshener for the car. Keep your panties on, ladies. This more of the story. Don't fight the joke. Don't fight the joke with your nose shaking my head. This is going to happen no matter what. What up, y'all? Happy Easter. Hope you're having a good Easter. Hope you're having a good Monday. If you listen to this on Tuesday, I know this isn't your favorite podcast, and I really don't care about you at this point. Um, you're listening to Sean Sleeps Naked. That's his song. Uh, it's the first song on their new album called Voided. And go to iTunes or wherever you buy music and get on it. Get yourself a copy. Get these boys paid. All right? They're sponsors of the Full Charge Power Hour. Power Hour. Power Hour. Take two. Just buy Sean Sleeps Naked. Do me that solid. Rate and review us on iTunes. Spread the word to all your friends. Post links. I'm just laughing because I know you guys aren't going to do it. Uh, check out this is the part of the job I hate on iTunes. Uh, we got t-shirts at thefullcharge.com. And if you'd like to sponsor on this podcast, hit me up at matt at thefullcharge.com. Uh, donate. Just paid my rent, yo. Looking for some more dough from you. Thefullcharge.com. If you listen to us, give us a little something. Give us a dollar. 50 cents uh, We take credit cards You don't have to have a PayPal account How do you like that? You just need a credit card I know you got one You freak uh, Fort Lauderdale Improv Check out my calendar uh, At thefullcharge.com Because I got some headlining dates coming up the Full Charge uh, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale Improv What are we talking about here? April 9th Come see that Milwaukee, 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 Wiki, Wiki, Wisconsin, the Miramar Theater. That's April 25th, uh, and I'm going to be Chicago, Illinois, uh, April 26th. If you're a comedian and you want to open for me in Chicago, give me a holler on Twitter or at Matt at thefullcharge.com because I need opening acts. I ain't doing no two hours by myself. Are you fucking high? Just stressed me out. Uh, dog full charge dog bark ringtone. You can annoy everyone in your life with that ringtone. That's available on iTunes and uh, God knows where else. I don't know. Uh, and we got a new advertiser. Um, <clears throat> this is uh, this guy. We love this guy, uh, attorney Nicholas Renalo. Uh, as we told you last week, Nick does a wide range of legal work geared towards helping consumers and small businesses. His newest pet project is fighting nuisance calls, especially made to those, those made to your cell phone. As we told you last week, it's generally illegal for businesses, advertisers, debt, collector, debt collectors, no shit, 
or anyone else to call your cell phone using either an automated dialing machine or any pre-recorded message. We're going to make some money, y'all. Text messages to your phone can violate the law as well, and a consumer can recover $500 to $1,500 per call or text. That'll pay for the debt. If a debt collector is doing this to you, you can turn around, win the money, and then pay them off. Damages can add up extremely quickly, as violators have learned the hard way. Bank of America, for example, was recently agreed to pay $32 million to settle six class actions bought for violations of the act. Uh, I guess that's why I get so many fees. I, I bank with Bank of America. Oh, you don't have any money in your savings? That costs $12. Really? Okay. Steve Madden reportedly settled a similar case based on illegal text for $10 million. If you've received calls or texts to your cell phone that you believe might violate the act, you should contact Nick. Uh, Nick Ranallo, <laughs> that is. Uh, you can visit his website at ranalloffice.com, and it's spelled R-A-N-A-L-L-O. That's R-A-N-A-L-L-O is his last name, ranallolawoffice.com. Send him an email at nick at ranalloffice.com, or just give him a call at 831 831- Seven zero three four zero one one. He'll give you an initial evaluation of your case for your charge, and may be able to represent you at an extremely low cost to you. Uh, lawyers aren't expensive as you think they are, folks, uh, and it's just going to make you money. And as we told you last week, Nick is licensed to practice law in New York and California, uh, and is likely limited to helping people in these states. The proceeding was attorney advertising, brought to you by Nicholas Ranallo. That's R A N A L L O. Give him a call at. 831-703-4011. Nick at RinaldoOffice.com. Make yourself some money, folks, and enjoy this episode. I know you will. One, two, three. Oh, shit. It's the remix, yeah. <laughs> Just keep squeezing the towel. Uh, uh, Get every uh. last bit of water out of this this fucking hook. There's like six remixes on this EP. I, guess. I, I was reading about him. This is his last. This is his last album. What was like his first the, album? <laughs> Apparently, he's like a a successful producer. Sure. In the monitor. That special dedication was just to America. <laughs> so he's he's really pulling back on. New York City, just a bit more get busy. Yes, you can. Uh. <laughs> also knows the uh, Dr. Dre dance. Yeah, that, or is it the Ed Lover? Ed Lover dance. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that? There's two fucking Dr. Dre's. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is up with how that? How do you come up with that? How do you how do you go? Okay, that guy's Dr. Dre. Eh, I'm still Dr. Dre too. Who was first though? I think Fat Dr. Dre. I think Fat Dr. Dre was first. When's Yo MTV Raps come out? 1987. Let's let's, let's get let's into this. Go to the Google machine. And so and so let's yeah. I'd, I'd like to see uh, Yo MTV Raps on Wikipedia because did Fab Five Freddy? 
Was he the first okay, guy? Yeah, yeah. You're right. So it was Fab Five Freddy was the first guy. And somehow, because he's not a rapper. Yeah. But he's been around since Blondie called him out like in 1979. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. in the scene forever. Yeah. But has he done anything besides... Like, is he just, like, a guy? How does he become he's Fab just like Five Freddy? A, I think he's just, like, a guy who's part of the whole block party scene that, that hip-hop's based on. That's just what I'm assuming. I have no fucking clue. As far as I know, he doesn't do anything. He- but he's definitely... He must be one of these guys that, like, got up and introduced hip-hop acts back in the day. He was there. I think he just... He was a real friend. MC. He was the first MC. Yeah, so. the ones that didn't have, like, real lyrics. They just go, this section makes some noise. This section takes something like, like this. I'm sure Fab was one of these guys. Tupac, Tupac. <laughs> yeah, this is like this isn't even the same beat. Like, what is this? <laughs> okay, Yo MTV Raps came out in August '88. Fucking okay. NWA was around before. That oh my shit. god, '88? Yeah, that's how fucking dude. NWA was practically broken up by then. Right. So fuck Fat Dr. Dre. He should not. He should not take that name. It's like if I came out and I was like, "Yeah, my name's LL Cool J." No, I know there's I mean, another. I'm, I'm LL sure Cool J. he came out with like. That's a pretty big coincidence, though, right? Two well, doctors, right? They're, they're both named Andre. But yeah, that is weird. I, w- I was doing. I was working on this commercial in the AT&T building on the 30th floor, uh-huh. and I'm I'm standing next to this this black dude all day. And I don't realize till the commercial comes out that it was Fab Five Freddy. You didn't? <laughs> no. When was this? You didn't recognize he's, Fab Five He's big and fat now. Oh, really? No, I, I, I recognized him like after a couple hours. But was he dressed like a Fab Five Freddy? He was. He, he, had, he had the hat on. It's all about the hat with Fab Five. Right. Which is a weird name, by the way. It's, it's, a, it's a play on the Fab Four. The Fab so what's, Five. What's Five about this guy? Uh, nothing. <laughs> he's one. He should be the Fab One Freddy. But that's the commercial where the woman's rapping Blondie. Fab Five Freddy in a, in a car and there's like a conference. I don't know if you've seen that commercial. No. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. Um, let me clear my throat edition. Part two. Oh, shit. Oh, what's this? Doggy Fresh. That's the outro. That's a pretty good outro. It's fucking great. Doggy Fresh. I like how, like... I like how, like, anybody can do that, but since he was the first guy, it's fucking cool. Now, here's something that Tim Conlon reminded me, and you were there, Randy. The Pimp Daddies, a band me and Tim Conlon were in, opened up for Dougie Fresh. I was there. In, like, 95, 96, in the basement of a library. Yeah. (laughs) And if I'm not mistaken, um, I think DJ Cool might have been the DJ. Whether he was or not, I do know that... Was played over like way more than it should have been. So I, I kind of think, um, I kind of think DJ Cool was there. All I, what Tim um, constantly uh, brings up is the fact that we sat down with Dougie Fresh and ate KFC. You did you what? for that too in the back. It was like it was a makeshift green room. Okay, Dougie I, Fresh. I, I vaguely remember that. Dougie Fresh sat down with us. You were there. Yeah, really I remember chicken. That. Sounds about right. And we were just eating fucking fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and Dougie Fresh was just sitting there with us. <laughs> like all It's weird. It's like, you know, I could really force Gump my life if I wanted to. I was here. I was there. 
I was at the premiere of Tosh Bueno, and I ate chicken with Dougie Fresh. So this is what's interesting about this country. I've never bought a television in my life. In my life. Well, you have a never fancy bought a new one right now. Guess how many TVs are in this one-bedroom apartment right now? I think there's two. There's three. What's the third one? There's a flat screen in the other one. What? There's a big ass one that Craig Coleman. Do you gave remember me. when flat screen used to be like a calling card for like I'm a badass? Yeah, yeah I got a flat like, screen. Oh, check this out, DVD player. Right. I remember this girl bragging this comic I know. She's like, people see me in the DVD section at the video store. They're like, they think I'm the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love? Never caught on was laser discs. That just like makes me so happy for some reason. Because they're because it was so humongous. cocky. They were so. They're supposedly actually still better than DVDs. I bet they are. They're about as big as a fucking Frisbee or a birdbath. But they never caught on. I just, I don't know why that makes me happy. But, so usually I have like a a secondhand TV. Even this this flat screen in the other room is a big, big fat, like it weighs more than a a big TV. Uh, But this one, Kevin Shea is uh, looking for an apartment right now. Mm-hmm. And so he's keeping a lot of his stuff in my garage, <laughs> and he just. But where is he staying? He's staying all around, there you while go. he's looking for an apartment, and he's staying here when uh, when I'm on the road this month. But he just he came over yesterday and he hooked this thing up, and it's a fucking Apple TV. It's like it's got everything. He hooked the Apple TV up with it. He just yeah. hooked it up. I never hooked it up. It was sitting over there for a week. Right. I never hooked it up because I'm like I don't know how to hook up no fucking Apple TV. He plugs this into this, and he plugs that into that, and now my life is over because I'm going to be – the choices are endless. Like the future <laughs> is here. I got HBO. I got Netflix, Netflix Hulu. Yeah. You fucking name it. It's, yeah. it's, it's like a touch of a button. I can watch any TV show that's ever – The HBO is really amazing because you watch any HBO that's show That's what I'm ever, saying. Ever. And they're all good. Yeah, ever. Uh, and some, some kid – I don't want to. I don't want to blow up his spot. He sent me HBO passwords. Yeah, like way back when. Nice. And so I'm just the, the rest of my life is just like I'm like oh yeah, let me watch my favorite episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But it's sad though. There is something about the communal experience that you lose that you have for free. You're like, I guess. Like what? well, like last night the Jerkster was on. Seinfeld. The jerk store, jerk right, store, right? right. Yeah, because it's like a gamble. I wonder what Seinfeld yeah, I'm going to get. Well, because it it's also the same one where she do, uh, where she falls in love with a video store clerk guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. She like she, she's uh, Vincent's picks. I need Vincent. <laughs> Vincent's not coming to work. I need his picks. And I was like, oh, I love this one. I was like, oh, this is also a jerk store. No yeah. way. <laughs> and so I was about to start texting up a bunch of people. Right. And I was like, what does it make? You can like. Get this yeah, whatever. what difference does it make? And everybody watches different shit all the right. time now. No, I know there is, and I still play that on the road when I'm at a hotel. I'll still be like, "All right, what Seinfeld we got? Come on, come on, Daddy yeah. needs a new pair of shit." Jerkstore. <laughs> that is the best jerkstore. You're their best customer. <laughs> he, he tries to figure out the comeback for like a week, <laughs> and then he just the guy just hammers. <laughs> yeah, he goes, "Wow, you're the." You're their best customer, and then the uh, then his comeback is, "I slept with your right wife." Yeah, yeah, I had sex with your wife, <laughs> and literally his wife just died of cancer. No, she's in a coma. Oh, okay. I thought it was she died of cancer too. Well, that's because it's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, but the ju- network said, "You know, Larry, you know Jerry, we can't take cancer on television." So, and, well, oh, go ahead. Back to the TVs. Yeah. So you have two working now. 
You have no. Apple I only have TV. one working. The one. Well, the I mean, I can plug my DVD player into the fucking. Uh, what do you got over there? What's on the DVD rotation? Do you uh, even do that? I got Sopranos, but guess what? I don't, don't need, need it, it anymore. Don't need it. Don't need it. Sorry, Sopranos. That that DVD is going to sit there for the next seven years. Well, no, Kevin's going to move out eventually. Um, and then Ian Bag gave me a fucking TV with no cords whatsoever. <laughs> he just gave me this huge TV with like a rack that you're supposed to like nail to the wall. Yeah, but but he didn't he out. didn't give me all the parts. He gave me like the skeleton crew right. of this uh, of this uh, operation. And so, what are you gonna do with the old the big TV? Well, I'm hanging on because oh, because I don't know how to work the Ian Bag TV. Uh, the Craig Coleman TV, that's the big one. No, nice. Is, uh, that's my backup, but right now I got this Apple TV. That's nice. my life, man. That's your life. Chrysler 300, Apple TV. Don't pay for shit. Ladies, look out. I'm fucking Kramer. Falls ass backwards into money. Um, I swore I wasn't going to work at, at uh, the Herald Examiner for a while because I had so much work lined up stand-up-wise. But then Brian offered me like three days in a row, and I was like, fuck it. It's like money in the bank. And? Well, I show up there, and... Uh, what time? Uh, it was so? No, dude. I, well, here's the hours for... It starts off great. 11 a.m. Okay. Dude. Sure, I'll fucking, be Fucking... Those are comedian hours. Right. 11 a.m. till 9 p.m. Cool. No problem. Guess what the next day is. And I'm sure you can guess. <laughs> 5 a.m.? I think it was yeah. I think it was uh, four thirty. Oh, be there four thirty. Four thirty open. Yeah. Ooh. So get off um, at nine o'clock. Come home. Set the alarm for three thirty a.m. Mm, that's a tough dude. One. Do you know I get up and I curse and I actually think about like texting Brian like fuck you don't ask me <laughs> to work yeah. here anymore. All of a sudden I'm doing him a favor. Do you know what I mean? I'm like dude don't. And the thing is that, that bother me with this shit anymore. And the, I swore this off. And the thing is that sucks about it is that there's really no payoff for you because when you show up, the only thing you can get are people complaining. Like yeah. you're never going to get like, "Whoa, what up?" No. It's like cuz they're in the their their situation is, "Okay, we got to work for the next 14 hours." Right. We just did the same thing you did. You got the easiest job, Matt, because all you got to do is show up. Right. We got fucking work to do now for 14 hours. So, no, of course there's no, no reward for that except the, for the fact that there's this other production. It's not the one I'm working on. It's called B&D. That's, the signs are all B&D. Yeah. And uh, I heard it was a Tim and Eric thing because I think right. Tim and Eric are directing it. And all of a sudden I see uh, Bob Odenkirk in the parking lot. And I'm like, fucking awesome. Right, because right? I love Mr. I've always uh, we've been into Mr. Show since it was on the air, right? Since it was on HBO, which I can now go back and watch, which is beautiful. Um, and then of course Breaking Bad, right? Such a great show, and he's so great on that and funny on that. Sure, hilarious. Um, and then all of a sudden I see a dude in like an dressed up like Einstein, and I'm like, what? What is this? Because you know those Tim and Eric shows, I've never even really watched. Yeah, it. they're they're, they're th- all off the fucking yeah, charts. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm just thinking this is like a Tim and Eric. Like, it's a borderline cartoon, that show. Right. And then all of a sudden I realize it's David Cross, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess they're making a little cameo. More and more as the day goes on, I realize this is a fucking Bob and David Mr. Show part two right. thing. And I start sneaking off and, uh, and watching them do the fucking sketches. Nice. And it's, it's, just, it's just fucking awesome. 
Nice. It was actually worth. And I wasn't working for their show, so I didn't have to tell them what to do and be a dick. Right. Because that's my job. Oh, is this still playing? A whole lot. Because that's my job when I'm there. That's why I really don't like it. Yeah, one, called- I, one, I have no sleep, and that's, that's no way to live. But two, it's like, hey, can you guys not do this? Hey, I'm the party pooper. Not a good role for me. And so are they there the whole time? Are you shooting the whole show there? There's just one segment. still there, and I want to call old Craig Coleman because he's working for them now. And from the looks of things, he's having a great goddamn time. Yeah, I saw that. Let's call old Craigie. Give him his little segment. So is Craig working with him? Is he their rep? He's their rep. And uh, if he's got a second. A lot of times someone calls, you got to like jump in the closet over there. Nobody knows how to do shit over there. If you sight rev over there, people are calling you all day long. Better call a call. Well, well, well. So I, I was just talking. You're on with Radio Rando and Full what Charge. Up? You're live, live. On uh, another episode of Let Me Clear My Throat. Um, you, I text you, uh, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm like, yo, Bob and David are at the fi-. I can't even text it out because I don't even think it's official and I don't want to blow up their spot. Right, so, right. So I hit you up. Did you, do you, are you a big fan of theirs or what? What's the deal with that? Oh, yeah, big fan. <laughs> My first, uh, you know, when I first came to L.A. to do comedy and I, that first night where I'm like, oh, someone told me like, oh, just go to the improv, tell me you're a comedian and they'll let you in for free. Like, no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm like, that's impossible. I get there and I do that. I'm literally, there's like 10 people in the entire room. And so I just sit in the, they're like, sit in the back. So, <laughs> right. So I like, is the Rosa Parks of comedy. Yeah, I want to yeah. sit in the front. So I sit in the back, and then uh, this dude comes and sits down next to me, and it's, it's David Cross, and I'm just like, "Are you fucking kidding?" <laughs> I'm like, "LA is already awesome. Oh my god." Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you know, I was a big fan of Mr. Show, all that. Stuff. For for us, um, we 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 drove cross country. Me, Tim, and Cornbread drove cross country, and we learned about Mr. Show. And we stopped off at my friend, my brother's place in West Virginia, and we were just we kept watching it over and over again. And when we got to town, we saw Bob Odenkirk like three times, just like outside of the bourgeoisie right. pig, and, and we were like, holy shit! And we had this this uh, one of our favorite sketches is when he's like a real like gross guy and he's at a donut shop and he just goes keep the change like really <laughs> weird right and so i shouted i shouted it at him out of a moving car obviously past larchmont because i was old and mature back then and but i was working at the movie theater sunset five one time and him and his wife show up and um i'm giving him their change back i'm working the ticket oh my and god I go, oh, no. I go, keep the change he had, no, he had walked off. He had walked off, and he didn't hear it, but his wife was fucking dying. No way. Because as big as that show has become, it Nobody was still kind of yeah. cult back then. And so they, they, that's back when they would probably take it as a compliment. Right. You know, that right. I even knew it. So she was dying. She was proud of her man is what was happening right there. Nice. You know? Nice. Keep the chance. <laughs> Keep the chance. And then, we used to, then for the fourth season, we used to go watch uh, Mr. Show tapings. So, you know, it's one of those things you get older and you've been around a while and you don't think you'd care. But then when you see everybody there together and it's just you spying on it, it's a real thrill for me anyways. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm talking about them being there at the Herald, you know, 
Oh yeah, like today nothing's happening, and there's I mean there's people here and stuffs happening, but like nobody cool's gonna be here. Right. So so <laughs> and you know that happens. 98% of the time, you're Most, like, oh, cool, bunch of nobodies. Fuck D- yeah. Dewan was laughing at me. He's like, I've never seen you care about a production before. <laughs> and all the times I've worked with you, I've never seen you give one iota of a shit. Right, yeah. But I was like, oh, dude, I would do a spy on him. And the sketches, they're doing sketches, they're like working the sketches out. You know what I mean? Because with guys like that, there's always like an extra sure. writing session right before the, um, the cameras start rolling. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's so cool to watch. Oh, yeah. I, uh, One of the best jokes young. is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, because uh, yesterday uh, they, they called me on the set. Like, I'd already seen David Cross. He was dressed as Einstein. Spoiler alert. He what? And, uh, he what? He was dressed as Einstein. Dressed, oh, yeah, that's I saw him, too. I, I already spoiled that. So. <laughs> and then... Uh, and I, you know, so I assumed uh, that uh, Odenkirk wasn't going to be here. Right. And then they called me on the set, and so I walk in, I'm looking for whoever called me, and then this dude turns around, and I'm like face-to-face with Odenkirk, and I'm like, oh, oh. whoa, hey, yeah. <laughs> so how did, the, how did the photo go down? Well, hold on a second oh, now. Are oh. you are you allowed to talk about this photo? Are you willing to risk your job right now? Because I can cut this out. It's on the Twitters. Oh, is it on the Twitter? No, no. You can put this on. It's worth no, losing it's a job, isn't it? Well, it's on the Twitter. No, I mean, it's, it's on the Twitter. Yeah, listening. it's on the Twitter. I didn't know it was on the yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it's on Twitter, so it's out there. <laughs> okay. So how does this, yeah, how does this happen? Because, you know. Well, that happened because uh, Eric told me straight up, he's all, he goes, oh, dude, first opportunity I get, I'm getting a picture. Well, that's the and thing. Let's, let's backtrack just a little bit. This is a guy, Eric, that works there who's constantly getting – you know, reprimanded for taking pictures with oh, really? everybody from Iggy oh Pop to Eminem. Oh like, he God. takes pictures with everybody. So there's a rule now. Everybody there's did. a rule now because of Eric. Sure. So Eric is not the guy to listen to. But whatever. This right. is a good story. Keep going. So we're, we're waiting by, uh, you know, David and uh, uh, Kirk had gotten a uh, food truck for everybody. So yeah. we're out there waiting what kind of food to truck? get some food. <laughs> and uh, he goes, hey, man, I love your work. da 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 Mind if I get a photo? And he's like, sure, yeah. And so he took a photo of Eric. He goes, hey, this is my buddy Craig. He's, he works here, too. Is it cool? <laughs> and I'm like, I just move in like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, it's like, happening. I would have never. So, yeah, you didn't have to do any work. So you he might as well just photo. take it. He, he took the photo for you. That's his That's his. You can even You can even play dumb. Up until the point where you posted on Twitter, you can play dumb about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Our boss is on vacation. Right. Brian's in, like, Mexico right now. Oh, nice. And so everyone's fucking off. Well, not Craig. Right. Not Craig. Just me. Yeah, the only person that listens is uh, Jeff Cooper. And the only reason I even know that is because, remember, I said, uh, none of my Facebook friends listen to our fucking podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He calls me like, uh, like you put it up on Monday. On Tuesdays, all, hey, can you work for me on Thursday? I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, by the way, I listen to your fucking podcast. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool, man. It, it's also so weird that, like, I showed my boy Tim, and he freaked out because Odenkirk was, like, his his acting career was asleep after Mr. Show, kind of, sort of. David Cross, like, took off. But sure. thanks to Breaking Bad, Odenkirk's, like, a legit, like, huge star now. Right. That picture, oh, buddy. Yeah. That totally. picture. Totally. This is... And he's a uh, totally cool, uh, humble dude, nice guy. Too bad he's not a dick. That would be great. 
Wendell, I mean, I, Conlon wanted me, he goes, would it be too much to ask Craig, to ask Odenkirk to bitch at Wendell into your voice recorder for not watching Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> Does Wendell even know who he is, though? Because if you don't know what Mitch's here's, show, here's the thing about Wendell. you don't Wendell. know Breaking Bad, like, how would you know who Bob Odenkirk you is? You wouldn't, but I guarantee you he still does. I, I feel like... I don't know. Yeah. There's no real... There's no real familiarity. And where's the frame of reference? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't, like... That's, like, pretty... If you've never seen Mr. Show... And you've never, never seen, seen Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad you then you don't like, know... you got to be pretty deep in the comedy to know Maybe if you've seen that Oklahoma movie, Nebraska. Maybe if you've seen Nebraska, you know who Odenkirk is. But other than that... <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't seen Nebraska. He's probably going to review it next week. Well, cool, man. Are you, uh, you're off tomorrow, I take it? You can do some Easter Sunday in? Yeah, we're going to uh, going to the old Bakersfield. For, which uh, which reminds me that this has got to be around our two year anniversary for the show because look at that. me, you, and Craig did the second episode together, and it was Easter Sunday, two thousand thirteen. Is that right? How do you fucking like that? That's when we tried that? to explain ra- rabbits. Uh, the Easter Bunny to you, Randy. Oh yeah, how it still doesn't that make sense. Do with, I was uh, I was coloring eggs today, and I I remember as a kid going, "What the fuck are you doing this for with the eggs?" And still, it doesn't make any sense. Like, right, right. A Christmas tree doesn't make sense either, but it's like the fact that there's presents under it. You're like, "Fuck it, right. I'm there's into like this." Like a gold. If we do, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. If we do this. There's going to be a lot of presents. Right. And then the eggs. The eggs is just you hide them from yourselves, and then you you just find what you already just made. Yeah, and the goal with the Easter's is you get this basket full of a bunch of, like, fucking crap. And you're like, yeah. I guess this is cool. <laughs> yeah, it's such a it's such Christmas's bastard cousin. Where you're like, this yeah, like is just Halloween, not... you get something. Okay, we're dressing up. Right. I'm going to be a pirate. Right. You're going to be something. I get something out of it, and then I'm going to get candy. This, like, this holiday is your Lord and Savior was brutally and publicly murdered, and now you right. get candy. That's that's Easter Sunday. Yeah, you come back, you get candy on the day that he came back from the dead. And you and do you know what you do at church, Randy? You'll love this. You reenact the crucifixion. How do you do that? Well, yeah, it's like it's like a movie script. The priest reads the fucking the the action, Uh and then everybody has lines, and including the people in the church have lines like "Crucify him, crucify him." Yeah, it's wow, all written really out. Fuck. It's all written out in play form. That's the Catholic version. Get the fuck out! Wow, yeah. I was gonna say you went to a deep ass church. They, no, it's just regular Catholicism. They had like you go through the twelve. You go through the twelve. Uh, it's again. It's obviously paganism. Twelve steps of the crucifixion is twelve months. Like it's right. obviously borrowed from paganism. And you go through these twelve steps, and they're like, "This is where they kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> this is where they punched him in the face. Like you go all through it." So sounds like a blast. Yeah, have, everyone just have a happy Easter, and remember. I was gonna say, now go hunt some eggs. Yeah, yeah. remember what Jesus did for you, you selfish pricks. You fucking pricks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a documentary out there that said like Jesus, shit never happened. Shit he never, never happened? happened. They're like, the 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 objective of the movie is um, everyone agrees that Jesus lived. Most people yeah. agree that Jesus lived, and like a myth was based on him. If you're not sure. a believer, this one's like, no Jesus. No guy. I don't know how I, the guy. It had to have happened. Well, they they have all these stories about how like this risen on the third day shit is like old news. 
Like well, that, I, all that's old news. But the idea that like this guy, this fucking crazy guy, was walking around saying he was the son of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And and we, we get that all the time. Yeah, you get that all the time. Yeah. And then everybody goes, ah, whatever, Bill. You're not the son of God. And he goes, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> and they fucking put him to that stake, and he's still like, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't give in. He doesn't say uncle. And then you're like, shit. You're like you're that guy. Fucking, he won. He believed it. Yeah. It's like when Iggy Pop cuts himself. You're like that guy's the real deal. <laughs> I guess the real. I deal. worship him. That it's the same the mentality. Like Gigi Allen. Oh, G.G. Allen. Fuck. <laughs> Do you ever go to one of his shows? Fuck no. I, I, I didn't even want to watch the video all the way through. I read about it in Thrasher Magazine. If you don't know, I heard there's a really good documentary about it. The guy from Hangover, the director from Hangover made the documentary. But I always read about him in Thrasher Magazine, and they talk about how the guy shits in his hand what? and wipes it on people. Yeah. Wipes it on people in the audience. And himself. <laughs> you know what that must smell like in one of those small-ass clubs? Yeah, I do. It smells worse than a have crucifixion. Ever, have you ever seen uh, videos of him doing that live? No, I didn't even think of that. That's what's oh, weird yeah, about it. It's, it's like he's on stage covered in shit. <laughs> well, you know what? His music's great, though. It, and there's nobody standing in the front. Everybody's like crammed against the back wall. So then he like jumps off stage. And comes at them, and then people are like just trying to run out the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he go more mainstream? <laughs> like there's a, like there's like he's on fire. That's how that's how unacceptable he is. Like the you know director what? from The Hangover made a documentary about him, and he's still not popular. Do you know what his given name is? What? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is. That's where he was born. Jesus Christ. That's Alan. what his parents named him. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what a weird fucking name? coincidence. His, Jesus Christ. On his birth certificate is Jesus Christ. That's what his parents named him. So he didn't even have a chance. He didn't <laughs> okay. even have a chance. So he had great parents, probably. Yeah, no, he had lunatic, hippie cult parents. I didn't realize how much of that was going around. The Mansons were just one cult. But yeah. I've, I've met people that have grown up in California, and, and well, I'm just thinking of one guy. Dude was in a cult, grew up in a cult. Yeah. Because everyone was like, the old shit's done. We're just going to make our own rules, our own religion. We're going to hide out in this ranch. It's weird. There's a, and then one guy know, gets to one, fuck all the girls. You know that's what, how it goes down. <laughs> that's the way it always goes oh, down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the best, best way to get it going. <laughs> just start a religion, dude. Right. The, uh, you know that the River Phoenix and uh, his brother... They, Joaquin, they both grew up in. Yeah, a, uh, weird, I read that. I just, cult. I just read that book, The Children of God. Yes. And so, what's the book? It's called Last Night at the Viper Room, and it's right. it's a, it's not a great book because the whole the like everyone's it's like those on Howard Stern show when people when celebrities talk about other celebrities, everyone's just like, oh my God, River was the real deal, right? Yeah, he was the best. He was the most honest actor of all time. Like every quote just makes you want to throw the book out the fucking window. Through the glass. It's it's too much. No, it's I read the whole book, but it's too much. Once because since he's like such a cute kid and like died early, like no one wants to say anything bad about him, so it's just like, Oh my god, River was he was like um he was like sunshine was beaming out of his asshole. That type of thing. And like if you can look back at his movies, like That's another thing. Say uh Stand by Me. Yeah. He only had two, and then he only had Stand, Stand by, by Me. Me. That's like, it. What other like was like? God, it was a great. He was though the uh, the gay movie. Yeah, My Own Private Idaho. Yeah. That's but that's not a big movie. That's just like a, a groundbreaking like indie movie. 
Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's got uh, Burroughs in it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they got like the world's oldest junkie in there. Wow. And the world's youngest, well, too. No, you know what? He's a drugstore cowboy. I'm wrong. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Whoops. Same movie. It's almost the same movie. No, that's uh, like that's the heartbreaker, River Phoenix, uh, and you he's know what they talk about. I don't think about. he's in drugstore cowboy. Everyone, no, 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 no. He's talking about yeah. William Burroughs. Is. That's the whole idea of the book. It's like, yeah, this dude, and and he didn't even like overdose properly. Somebody handed him a mix. Spoiler alert! Somebody handled him uh, a drink with uh, heroin and cocaine in it, and he didn't know it. He just took a drink, and that's how he fucking died. Even though he was, oh. a, even though he's a junkie, he had been off. He had been off drugs, and so he couldn't handle it. Oh yeah, so someone murdered him. Basically. Someone murdered him. Yeah, yeah, that's the true story. Then that someone fucking murdered the guy. Yeah. I'm sure if they would have told him, hey, this has coke and heroin, he'd be like, oh, you know what? Just give me a Sprite. Throw some ice with, on that. Uh, yeah. No coke or heroin. Yeah, let me get some tonic water and, and just kind of even this out. Jesus. Did you say tap water? Tonic water. Mix it up a oh. little bit. Don't be drinking no straight coke. <laughs> Cocaine. Heroin. This is a speedball drink. Fucking put Red Ball to shame. Speedball Red Bull to shame. Drink. What a fucking jerk. <laughs> that guy knows it too. They don't even mention his name in the book. That's how bad it is, because he did fucking oh, he did kill him. him the, the guy that gave him the drink is not mentioned because I guess he does. You know, I guess they respected that for some reason. Because the yeah, they should. The Phoenixes yeah, the never sued for- sued the guy because they were just like, eh. I don't know why they didn't say. Fuck that! Every time you say <laughs> his that. name, you should say. And Mark Thompson's a fucking dick, right? And Kirk Hammett, he really shouldn't have given him that drink. <laughs> Jump in the fire! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> All right, buddy. So is uh, is is Odin Kirk there today? No, dude. No, this is uh, a day of nobodies, man. Oh, uh, that's too bad. I mean, they're they're more than me. At least they're in something. I mean, that's so funny. That'd be so great if they were like in earshot of you saying all this. Yeah, a couple well, pieces of shit. I recommend, recognize one guy from a Band-Aid commercial. I mean, it's just not. There's just they're just nobodies. <laughs> oh, then you do the not you, the other not guys, you, the other guys. You. You're special. You're fucking something. All right, man. Well, uh, happy Easter. We'll get we'll get another yeah, uh, podcast together soon. Happy anniversary of the Full Charge Power Hour. Yeah, hey, happy huh? two years. <laughs> yeah, two years going strong. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. It's the same. Uh, it's the same dynamic on Easter again. That's fucking interesting. Shit. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. And remember, uh, take care, gentlemen. Keep the charge. Keep the charge. <laughs> See you, Later. Craig. Later. Nice. All right. So now that we have that over with, can we get back to uh, the "Let Me Clear My Throat" theme? Well, well, we'll get back to that. But the uh, the ladies of full charge. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta start being more careful though because, uh, like, I went out with this girl on Thursday, yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, listen to the podcast," and I'm like, "Fuck!" All right, well, let's let's rewind. So let's get back. Let's to, get back to where we oh, left off, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go I'm ahead. Waiting for you. Cue up the. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> oh, do you want me to? Do so, uh, what were you clearing? Are you? Are, I was, uh, I, was uh, I was hooking up text messages. All right. So uh, last we left off, I believe there was a lawyer involved. There was a. It's always good to have a lawyer involved in the beginning of the relationship and not the end of the relationship. Right. 
And how many dates were there in the, with this lawyer? There was two. There was only two. We never got past uh, the let me the original let me clear my throat story. I we were supposed to go out that Sunday, if you remember. Uh, you remember I was supposed to go to this place called Boa with her. Barely Boa. Where was Boa? Where's Boa? Boa's in. It's in like, you know, it's west, dude. It's right. It's right adjacent to like Beverly Hills. And what? And it's and West a, Hollywood. This is a restaurant. This is a restaurant. This, right. This boa. Mm-hmm. So I get back from uh, uh, Las Vegas. I drove in. I'm sick. I'm sick as a dog. And I, I, I texted her. First of all, I didn't know how the fuck I was going to pay for this meal. Sure. I had like sixty bucks on me because I didn't get paid in Vegas. Right. I had to wait for a check. Sure. Usually you get paid right on the spot. Nine times out of ten you get paid in on Vegas. the spot in Vegas anywhere. Right. When you do stand up, they just hand you a check. But sometimes you got to wait for a check. So that, that, that was like, oh, well, well how the fuck am I going to pay for this, right? But I was still going to go and just fucking chance it and sweat. But I looked at this menu, right? You looked online? I'm like, well, what can I get away with 60 bucks here, right? No, all you can do is control yourself. You can't fucking, you can't do much to keep someone else from ordering. Something. Oh yeah, no, I've been to this. I go to, I, I look on Boa. I go, what costs what over here at Boa? No prices on the menus. I'm looking right now. Which yeah, no, means, this place is not cheap. Which means the prices are out of control. They don't even bother telling you the price because if you have to look up the price, then you can't eat here. You know what I mean? Right. Uh and then the Yelp has four dollar signs. This is something you suggested? Yeah. I was like, we got to go to Boa. She's like, it's half price off on wine. <laughs> she and actually I'm said like, that? Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. So it's only like $70 a bottle or something. So, but I was still going to go. I guarantee you, I was still going to go. A Sunday night dinner? I was still going to go. I was going to do it. But I, I started to feel a little, I, as I mentioned before, I grew up Catholic, so I have a little, I've, I've guilt over everything in the world. And I said to this person with a job who works all the fucking time, I said, hey, I texted her, I said, hey, you know, kiss me at your own risk. I'm really sick. And she goes, oh. Nice. Look at the charge. <laughs> You've already made it out with her at this point, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, never mind. So, yeah, it's not that bold of a move. So. And what'd she say? She goes, oh, my God, do you, need, do you need to get, you know, do you want to do a rain check? And I was, I never even thought a rain track check, but I was like, yeah, I'm fucking mm. sick. I'm poor. Rain check. Full knowing, Randy. I can tell by the noise you're making. Yeah. That that's, that, that slows, that kills the momentum yeah. of this dating experience. Well, I feel like with dating in general, you have to set up a rhythm, whether it's once a week, once every two weeks, yeah. once a month. Once every two days. And once you get out of the rhythm. It's over. It's over. Or right. it, it goes backwards. So it's like, hey, same thing with texting and calling. Once you set up a pattern, yeah. you can't break that pattern. So if right. you call her the next day after the date, then you're fucking calling her every day after every day. Right, right, Otherwise, right, right. she'd be like, why didn't you call me after this yeah, date? Yeah, you yeah, called yeah. me after the first yeah. date. So I, I think you, were on a one, you were on a one-week rhythm yeah. there. So anyways, then she's going out of town for like a week and a half or something. And is there so, texting in between this? There's, there's always texting for like a for like, there's a text and there's a little bit of back and forth and then there's just radio silence for in between until until we're gonna like go out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's like, you know, let's go out, you know, the weekend of such and such when I get back. And uh, first of all, I'm like, 
I'm like, I'm not a weekend go out kind of guy. I hate the fucking going out on the weekends. It's too crowded. It's too ridiculous for me. <laughs> Ladies, get involved now. Get involved while you still can. Why is Paul Charles so single at 40? He's such a catch. What? Yeah. No, I know I'm making the wrong moves here, but I'm still making the moves I want to make. <laughs> well, who says the, they're the wrong moves? moves? Yeah. So the weekend rolls around when we're supposed to go out, and I go, I'm working every night this weekend. Because I was. I go, let's do Monday. We'll do my favorite Monday thing. What's that? Well, that's what she said. She goes, what's that? <laughs> and she didn't like the answer. What was the answer? The answer was, it was her version of BOA. It was $17. I didn't say $17, but I'm like, wings and pictures at E Rustic Inn and then a movie at Los Feliz 3. It's one of my favorite things to do in the world. She nice. goes, oh, cool. Um, yeah, my friend also told me some other places to go around there. You know ah. what I mean? <laughs> so, so then what, did you go back with something? I'm like, it's on for Monday. It was supposed to be on for Monday. But then um, I got that work at the Herald, right? But I was still going to go through it. I'm like, we're doing Monday night. But keep in mind, you know that day I was talking about where I had to wake up 3.30 in the morning? Yeah. That would have been the night we were supposed Ooh. to go out. But I was still going to do it because I, I, I canceled and rain-checked on her too much. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do that to somebody. So I text her, like, we on for tomorrow night? And then I sent you that text. This is on Sunday. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll read it for you if you want. Yeah. This is, is this dangerous? I'm going out with a girl that I like right now. I just went on one date. Does any of this make me look like an asshole? Well, no, because you've already, I don't know, you couldn't make it work with this other girl. It's right. Like you guys, and it sounds like you both weren't that into each other. I mean, that shit happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah. But the only reason I'm reading these texts right now is because... I think this is the only problem I have with this girl. She just says, uh, hey, you, it's not looking great. And to be honest, I thought about things, and we just, uh, we just have totally opposite lives. Even if we muddled through the logistics, that seems to be a reality here. I hope that makes sense. I say, of course it does. I knew that. I just wanted to spend some time with you and get to know you and see what could happen. Call me anytime. Boom. There Fucking out. Nice and sweet, right? Yeah. Then I get this this last this like mm. this way out jab like we're done yeah we're done go, everything's right. nice everything's wrapped up nicely no one really got their feelings hurt no bodily fluids were exchanged everyone's fine hey thanks for understanding I do like hanging out a lot sideways winky face yeah I just have to admit that dive barring and los feliz mm. on a school night is really not for me at this point in my life uh. eeks I hope that does not sound completely bitchy. <laughs> I was I was just looking at it going You were out Yeah You were out I, I gave you the out It's fine You don't have to do the last bit But I, I, I bit my tongue Or bit my thumb As we call it nowadays Because you've asked me Why uh, ex-girlfriends And girls I used to date Still like me It's because I don't I don't fucking I don't, I don't take the bait Right And so you didn't I wanted to take the bait I wanted to take the bait Swam right past the hook did not take the bait. Not going to get in a fight with someone I'm not going out with. <laughs> yeah, but that still eats at you. I, I know oh, it kills thing. you because you yeah. know – I have a real smart mouth. I'm good with comebacks. I could go all day long with this shit, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to play that game. Not with a fucking lawyer. Who do you yeah, think winning that It's also like it sucks, but it's also – 
that all that will do will make you more angry. Yes, yes, yes. And that's yes. that's one thing I've learned. Even though, me too. Me so there's too. There's no winning. There's only easy losing because the winning would be. <laughs> Oh, you text back some witty response, or you text back something where you're like, "Yeah, oh yeah, well, when you fucking learn to grow up, yeah, 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 slut, yeah, you know, yeah, like." Yeah. And then she goes, "You know, look, I've had enough. I thought we were fucking fine." And then we get married. Yeah, because your only response is something that's going to escalate it even higher. Exactly. That will turn out. It won't be as kind of like. As uh, it won't be as uh, uh, passive aggressive, it'll be more aggressive. Yes, and then she'll text back with like, "Where'd all this attitude come from?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so I didn't take the bait. Uh, it's kind of nice being older and wiser, but you still have those instincts where you want to win. Right. Took a knee. Took, Took fucking knee. let her win. You win. Take the knee, dude. You win. Take the knee. Um. But you know. Uh, then I went out with this I told you I went out with this girl On Thursday And fucking Thank God it didn't work out With a lawyer Alright well let's Just, back up let's Well back okay up. so I I did a show at the comedy store mm-hmm. And uh, I got home I woke up in the morning And this girl had written me on Twitter uh, We should have drinks Call me Right Fucking It's a great way to wake up in the morning Pretty good This way girl's to wake up. really cute Yeah Really yeah, cool yeah, style Yeah Yeah um, so I'm like fucking, yeah, sure. now, 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 now keep in mind, this overlaps with lawyer territory in yeah, that lawyer territory this was Saturday that, morning. Yeah. The, the lawyer thing was on Sunday. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I'm going to have to make a choice eventually here anyways. Yeah. But see, in this day and age, that's not that big a deal. Right. Cause you're just technically oh, I, dating. No, 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 no. It wasn't a big deal at that point. No. But, but like things were like, looked like right. they could be complicated in the near future. Um, which is another reason why it's just like, all right, lawyer, <laughs> see you later. Nothing ever really happened with a lawyer. You guys went on. Nothing happened with a lawyer. You spent a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get this. You get this Twitter uh, thing from this chick. So let me, yeah. let's review to, for everybody involved. How many of these Twitters texts? Uh, how did you meet the lawyer again? Lawyer, this is this is becoming a theme now. Right. This is becoming comes up a theme. To you now. In Orange County, it's all it says, my friend. It was at the Improv in Hollywood. Okay, so in Hollywood, so doing so, people are talking to me. Girls are talking to me after shows now, basically, whether it's on the internet or on. This didn't happen before. Um, I guess it did, but it just seems like it's leading to actual dates now. Maybe that's more me than them. Okay. You got to know I had a girlfriend for a while, and then I was just stuck in that fucking mentality for some reason. Okay, so do you remember? So, so uh, new girl, yeah, twitters you yeah. direct message, yeah. Do you remember her in the audience at all? I don't because at the comedy store you can't see anybody. Right, but she didn't come up after you. There she was now. Like, no, I just split after right. it was nice. like it was like one thirty in the morning or something. Right, so I just left. Right. But it was a good set. It was it was great, man. Like, uh, you know, I just like fucking in the zone, and I was right. killing it. Right. And then you left. Yeah. And then you got up in the morning. You got the Twitter. I noticed she had. This is how it happened. I noticed she had favored one of my tweets. I went to In and Out afterwards. Nice. <laughs> tweeted that I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I saw she favorited it. Followed her. Now we both follow each other. Yeah. Now you're getting direct messages. Right. Very. Very great direct messages, like call me. Okay, so you call her? Yeah. No, 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 no. 
I wrote her right back there on the direct messages. Ah. I said, yeah, let's, let's do something on Thursday. She says yes. And then you call her? There's no calling anymore. No calling. It's only girls, texting. I don't think girls even like the phone call anymore. I don't think anyone likes the phone call anymore. It's weird. Yeah. Because I don't think people like being put on the spot. Because <clears throat> uh, you can like think about it. Yeah, it's like, hey, you want to go here? Uh, you know, people don't like people being like, put uh, on the spot anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because you remember what it was like. I don't know that it was fun for anybody. You assume, it was only, well. you, you assume it was only unfun for you. But it could very well have been unfun. unfun for the women, well, too. Well, I'm sure it was brutal for the women, too, for me. <laughs> because, like, there's the, the roommate. you got to get past the roommate back in the day. Well, then you have to – first, you got to decide whether you're leaving a message oh, or you're not leaving a message. Oh, you better write that script remember, out. Remember? Oh, my God. Remember? We should try to help each other. Yeah, because you're like, oh, if you leave a message, then you have to put – my theory was always if you leave a message, yeah. you have – you leave it in their hands to call you back, and they won't fucking call you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't. So you have to catch them while they answer. Now, this right, was back right. a long time ago when, like, there was a slim chance that somebody had uh, – uh, where they have a call, so, call waiting. What do they call it? Cell phone, call waiting. No, 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 no. Back then, nobody had – like, hardly anybody had cell phones. Right, right. But, like, they had the um, – where you could see somebody's phone number. What would you call? Oh, caller ID. Caller ID. <laughs> That's how out of date it is. Right. So there would be a slim chance somebody would have caller ID. Yeah. So then they would know you called and didn't leave a message. Now you're in like right, weird creep right, zone. Right. Right. But my theory was always. Don't leave a message because then you leave it in their hands and they're like, oh, call them back. Uh, but the, but that's not their role to call back anyways. Right. And, and they might be nervous about it too. I had the worst situation. I don't know if you remember this. We went to New York because I won tickets to go see George, George Carlin oh, yeah. back in 99. So me and Randall go to New York and we're hanging with uh, famous film director Mike Tully. That's right. We know people famous in Hollywood. Famous film director. Uh, and we're hanging out with this girl. That Mike knows, and she's like, "Hey, you should call my friend. She just moved to L.A. She yeah. singles me out. No she way. Says, you call her. Yeah, you call her." And I go, "All right, you know, give me the phone number, blah blah blah." And we talked about it enough to the point where I f- thought I like had to do it. I call her up, and she was just like, "Who's this?" She was not prepped for it at all. She was like, "Who's this? What the? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. It's like, just- didn't get my number or anything. Just, I'm going to call you." She never called you back? She panicked. She panicked. And so that leads me to believe the internet is much better for this sort of thing because you can look at the message and say, you weigh the pros and cons. You can check this person out. You can, social media is so advanced that you can pretty much really get a feel for somebody, what someone's like based on their three accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can pretty yeah. much figure it out. And if, in, like, in her case, she can listen to me talk for an hour on a podcast. Like, that's, that's bonkers. So, you just go Thursday. She goes, yes, Thursday. Yes, Thursday. And then, you, where do you guys decide to meet? Uh, Venice. Abbott Jesus Kinney. fucking Christ. That was her idea? No, she goes, I can come to you. But for some reason, I said, I'm, I'm coming to you. I don't that's know why. That was my laid, Well, like, she laid it out there, and you're like. Yeah. So, you drive I to drive Venice. to Abbott Kinney. Okay, where is it at? Where are you going to Abbott Kinney? This place called The Other Room. It's called the other room. Abikini, like you, you haven't been there in a while, and I've been there. No, I've been, I've been there because I've, I've worked over there. I mean, I haven't like been there. Been there it's, but, it's you know, just like everything else. It's, it's like hipper oh, and cooler. Oh, it's way high than end. It used now. to be, yeah. But the other room, can we talk about the room? Yeah, you've been there. No, the room, the regular room. Oh, the room. Yeah, I've been to the other room uh, and the room. Oh, they're 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 affiliated. Yeah, I believe aren't they? <laughs> I, I guess. How they are, are they not? I guess they are. How are they not? 
You're right? right. But what is the room? I don't remember the room. What is the room? The room was this. So was that in Hollywood? Yeah. In so, Swingers? Yeah. So in so when me and Matt moved to L.A. in the late '90s, there was only a few cool bars, and all the cool bars were old dive bars. That's yeah. just the way it was. There was right. no like, there was no like new bars. And so the room was this bar in Hollywood, and it's the small. And it's the and it's and it's in swingers when uh, when he first meets up with uh, guy from Office Space. And yeah, the and black they're, they're guy. walking and, and and they're walking into the bar, and that's when he says, "Yeah, the, there is there a sign for this place?" He's like, "No, all the cool bars in this town don't have any signs." Yeah, and it's true. The room was this place that didn't have a sign, and you had to walk it, and there was no like, there was no front entrance. There was no front. It was the alleyway. But now they have a sign that says the room out front. Right. That matches the sign at the other room. Because Swingers has same. Swingers is pretty old at this point. They need to advertise. And so every time you went to the room, it was dark as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, was, yeah. It's like this long bar, and it was dark as fuck. And they, oh, there was like one light on at the bar, and there was like a dance floor that was fucking pitch black. Every place else was pitch black. Yeah. It was always super crowded. Yeah. And you never went into the room for more than one bar. Yeah, well, you go there, drink, right. and you have like one drink, you're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Why the fuck are we here? This place is dead anyway. I can't see it. It's fucking crowded. Yeah, crowd. exactly. So, the other anyway, room, so now the I'm at the other room. So now I'm at the other room. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger. It's right. a little bit bigger, uh, just as dark. Um, a beer and wine prices in general in the world, not just at the other room, well, are out of control now. Especially there, yeah. They're out of control. Like, it, you remember in 40-Year-Old Virgin where he goes, it's $7 beer night? Yeah. That was a joke saying $7 is way... He said $9. Oh, did he say 9 yeah. Oh, never mind. But anyways... Never mind. The point is, the other room is not... The, the room was like a fucking dive bar. Yeah. This other room... It's is a nice not place. A, yeah, it's a fucking nice place. Yeah. So made to look like a dive bar. Yeah. Okay, so you show up at the place. What time is this thing at? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Old full charge is early. That's full how charge, I do it. Yeah. I gotta set up shop. I gotta have a drink. I gotta I gotta have one in me already. Okay, and so you roll in there at the bar, you're hanging at the bar? Hanging at the bar, did the fucking move. You know what she you already know what she looks like because the Instagram. Oh, I do. Okay, yeah, yeah. She lives in Venice. She lives in Venice. Mm, that could be could be a problem. Go ahead. So <laughs> you you sit at the bar. You order a beer. Yeah, I order a go, beer. Or you go liquor. You go beer. I go beer. There's no liquor. I wanted some liquor. I'll be uh, honest it's with a you. Beer and wine. I'll be honest with you. I wanted yeah. some liquor. Well, they do have liquor, but it's like Henry the Eighth or Louis the Fourteenth or whatever, and it's like three hundred dollars. I'm not kidding you. The prices are are in the hundreds for liquor. Three hundred dollars for like the, yeah, a shot of liquor. Craft beer and fancy wine. Three hundred dollars. That's a fucking River Phoenix cocktail right there. The other room. I, it's got to be affiliated with the room, right? I hope so. It makes it. it makes anyway, it. so you have a beer. You're sitting there. She comes in. She comes in right at 9 o'clock. Right at 9 o'clock. What's she dressed like? Um, it's dark in there, but it's, she's just wearing like tight clothes. Yeah. She's cute. She's I a hip like chick. That. She's a, she's then, a hip, hip with the styles. And then, current styles. Current, current styles. Current styles. <laughs> and then what are you dressed <laughs> I'm dressed in uh, fuck. I don't know. You got your fancy. I'm shoes I'm wearing on? my pants. You got fancy shoes on, or you I'm, got sneakers? I'm wearing the pants that I have. Hold on. And I'm wearing. Yeah, you're wearing pants. I'm wearing pants, and I'm wearing my fancy uh, uh, shoes, which has a big hole in the bottom at this point. Oh, your fancy shoes. So you're not wearing tennis shoes. Fuck Are you wearing no. a jacket? A blazer. I'm wearing a regular black shirt and like a collared shirt open. There you go. 
not not for the not ladies. the best, but I, I you know I, I I figured it out. I figured out I look pretty good in this thing. I'm not showing up there ugly. All right, so you have a drink. Yeah, you guys talk about your act, where she's from. Well, the first thing I asked her is like, you hang are you hanging out at the comedy store. First thing I asked her is like, are you a comedian? Do you uh, hang out at the comedy store? Let's 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 figure this out right away. Yeah, because that could be a real problem. Right, and so no, okay, that's no great. and no. I say great. We just start talking for the next four and a half hours, my friend. Wow, just like, and it's the type of thing where I don't have to explain everything. Like if I mention Banksy, she knows who the fuck he is and starts telling me more shit about him. Nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. We 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 oh, we wow. we have the we think we, we have the same. Uh, Reference points there and go. pop culture stuff. So does she we watch the same TV shows? Here's a reference point. So does she like this conversation we had about Seinfeld about like the yeah, different she likes four different things happening at once? Yeah. Oh, this episode is also this episode. Yeah. We had that exact same conversation. Okay. I'm like dating him? a really cute version okay. of you. Okay. Yeah, but but here's the other part. Here's the the full charge. Uh, uh, full charge. Please don't uh, find problems. Uh, with litmus this. test. No. Yeah. Does she like Seinfeld? And does she like the Wu Tang Clan? Oh <laughs> right. The, the Chris Rock test. Right. She probably does, but we'll have to find out. You know what? I'm not going to ask. That's like another episode of Seinfeld. Does he believe in abortion? (laughs) I'm sure she does. Um, I'm sure she likes the RZA, the Jizza, Old Dirty Bastard, Raekwon the Chef, Method Man. Okay, uh, so she said she she heard the podcast. Which episode? Uh, A very safe episode with Dave Waite. And it's weird, you know, I went back and listened to this episode because I'm like, she listened to this episode? I keep saying the word titties and shit. Titties. You know Girls I mean? love that. That's they a, love that's a word titties. They love titties. I'm like, well, she listened to it. She still went out with me. But that's the weird thing about the podcast. Like, you, you play a different role. It's like hanging out with your boys. Right. And so you play a different role than, say, your boyfriend role, your husband role. And, and I feel like it requires that vibe. But I think, it's, I think it's very strange that anybody I go out with now has access to this. This is finally catching up with me. Oh, yeah. so, There's 117 reasons girls can can find problems. Well, with me hold now. on, let's review. So, end of the night little makeout party. Yeah, I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. Okay, so let's go to the next day. Where are we at with the texts, the twitters? Texts that. are very flirty because she got me oh, in. My, yeah. You know, my Uber app's not working, so she oh, sent me an Uber. Yeah. So we get to keep the joke going. We're like, I'm in Vegas now. I'm in right. Colorado now. Right, Thanks right. for the ride. Right, 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 right. So what kind of text rotation are you on? Um, well, we'll call it every day at this point. We only oh went out on God. Thursday. Oh, my God. So you went out last <laughs> Thursday? <laughs> we went out on Thursday, and then yesterday's Friday. So that's like that's every day. What's but, your next plan to go out? Oh, I got to see her before I go uh, out of town when on, you on, on Thursday, on Wednesday night. Wednesday night you're going out. No, 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 no. I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but I'm leaving on Wednesday night. You're going to text me I got to figure this out. I got to do my taxes and I got to take this girl out. I'll show you the list right here. I got to do my taxes and I got to take this girl out. I put it away. Now she's going to come on this side of town. I wrote down on a piece of paper. I wrote taxes and I wrote her name. Now she's got to come out on this side of town. Now now here's the other part. Okay, so you're going to ask her out today then, right? Well, tomorrow. Yeah. Sunday for Wednesday? Yeah. It's not bad. Sunday for Wednesday. Day for night. Day for night. So, but now here's your here's where your problem is. She listened to one. She probably listened to one. Was like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. Now. Yeah. 
She's listened to at least two more. I don't like her listening to any of this lawyer. Any of these let me let me clear my throats. I don't like her listening to. I feel like I feel like she deal. can see too many cards I'm holding. And you know it goes either way with dating. If you like someone too much, they don't like it. If you if you're yeah, too much you, of a dick, yeah, they don't like it. Yeah, but, but if she is listening, that means she probably likes me. Yeah, but you're not doing it. You're not being uh, malicious or massage. I sure am not. You're not like oh, you know. Right. I had a guy. I had a, bu- I had a buddy of mine. <laughs> I think I told you this story. It's not like I'm what's his name. Who? Tyler. Somebody. What's that guy's name? I hope they serve beer in hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not, clearly not him. But I had I had this uh, I had this friend this guy I met on this movie I was working on this movie and he was an assistant to the director and he was he was a cool guy and he was yeah. like he clearly wanted to be friends with me. Like, yeah. We had beer or something one night and was right. like, Yeah, we gotta hang out and he was like he was like everything he used was like man terms. You right, know? right, like, right. Dude, right. let's go, let's go yeah, yeah. I think we went drinking right. at the Ye Rustic and he was yeah. like Yeah, we gotta hang out and we were we about the same age, I don't know. Mid twenty, late twenties, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we're talking about girls, or whatever. It's like, yeah, I dated this girl. It didn't work out. I mean, just just like you were. Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, things didn't work work out. And he's like, yeah, but you fucked her, right, man? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what? Well, I, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Then you fucking got that shit, right? I was like, who hurt you? Whoa, settle down, dude. Yeah, and that's yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I think he was gay. Like, he was totally overcompensating. Right, right, Yeah, but right, you got that right, ass, right? right like, right, right, right. Take it that's easy. Not, it's like in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin when we start talking about boobs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, a bag yeah. of sand. Yeah, like, you know. What are you talking about, dude? That's yeah, not the way you that's talk. Not, yeah, all, but you got that shit, right? They all look at it. Yeah, you got that shit. <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah, but maybe, I fucking banged that shit, uh, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Let's change the subject. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, so there's no chance she hears this before or this goes out Monday. Once this goes, yeah, she could easily hear this. So, but she's got a pretty slim chance to hear in the lawyer's story. But the lawyer's stories don't matter. Listen, what can I tell you? I, I tried my best to be a nice guy. I am a nice guy. What can I fucking tell you? Well, um, sounds exciting. Oh, I'm very excited. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, I got this. This Wendell wants to review a movie. You okay with that? Hurry up. Vids, I got things to do. All right. Yeah, we've already done an hour anyways. So I just tell him we're going to not talk to him. <laughs> we'll call him tell him we're not going to yeah. talk to him. Is it ringing? I don't hear it. I had it down. Talk to me. Talk to me. We don't have time. Hey, Wendell. Dude, I was getting worried, dude. I thought I was going to have to go to Starbucks. Thanks, God, about me. Hey, Wendell. Yo. You got any ranchera music playing in that neighbor? In that, oh, uh, it's Easter tomorrow, yours? dude. It's yeah. Easter. It's going to be on. Do I have any what playing? Ranchera music. People are going to be hiding huevos. Oh, not at the moment, thankfully. I'm sure it's too early. I, I'm, maybe uh, after they wake up from last night's drunkenness, uh, it'll start. All right. But not yet. Well, you're coming in tomorrow to tape one, and Randy's got a uh, Randy's got a split. So we just called you to tell you we don't have time today. What's the movie? Hold on. What's the movie? You got? I watched a bunch of movies this week. I was gonna review uh, Going Clear, that Scientology movie uh, documentary on HBO. That uh, all right. Uh, give us a three minute. Give us three minutes on that, please. Hold on. I'll get the timer out. Well, I mean, it was it was really interesting. Uh, I mean, hold on. Oh, let me interrupt you for just a second. Let me interrupt you for just a second. Randy, on this date, when she brings up the podcast, yeah. she goes, so, so what's with this Wendell? 
Wait, what? I'm missing something. You have to listen to the rest. You have to listen to the rest. You have to go back in time. All right, all right. Wendell, you ready? Going clear and go. Three minutes. Go. Yeah, so it was directed by uh, Academy Award winning uh, director. Whoa, director off the bat. He's done a ton of documentaries over the years. Uh, Most notably, one you might remember would be Enron, the smartest guys in the room. Right. And uh, he got nominated for an Oscar for that. He's done a ton of other stuff. The smartest guy in the other room. It's another joke you're not going to get. Keep going. But uh, it's really interesting. If you don't know a lot about Scientology and, and how crazy this shit is, then you should definitely watch the documentary. Here's the question, I mean, though. Is it crazier than any other religion? And here's the answer. No. Uh, you know, at least, yeah, I, I think it is. Because basically it's based on the same uh, science fiction writer's novel. Catholicism. Religion is based on fucking dietetics or whatever. As opposed, to, as opposed to a book that was written by people who barely fucking write 2,000 years ago? Well, 5,000 years ago? I see your point. I don't know. At least other religions are... It's just like they say in the documentary. At least other religions, no matter what you believe, are straightforward. Like, this is what we believe in right at the front. They make you sit here and pay all this money over the years and have to get to some high level of... It's like a video game. Uh, Africa, of, of whatever, and before you find out that you're really believing in... It's like a religion... Uh, it's like a real... Whatever it's like a religion that gives you all the cheat codes. Uh, well, Matt, you can watch it now with your HBO. Oh yeah, which uh, one HBO go? But uh, Wendell, let me let me let me dive in here a little bit because I've seen the movie as well, and I think the uh, I think the only the biggest problem I have with well two biggest problems one it should have been like four hours long like two hours was just not enough yeah like they didn't have enough time to get into it I want to see the history of that shit right, right. so they, they had they got they got all the crazy shit right which Wendell you got like well they they captured it I should say. <laughs> but what they didn't get into it is that, to me, the most amazing part is the fa- what Matt's bringing up is that this guy created a religion in the last sixty years. That's fucking insane. <laughs> and people followed it. Yeah, and that's it like exists. insane. And it's huge. And and by the way, he's not a friend of mine. Brought up the fact like, well, uh, 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 Tony Robbins, he does similar stuff. Well, first of all, that guy's like really. Good looking. He's yeah, fucking yeah. tall. He's confident. Have you seen what L. Ron Hubbard looks like? He's a fucking disaster. Yeah. The guy's like a fucking. <laughs> yeah, he looks. Yeah, he's an accident. He looks like a, a, a meth head version of Paul Giamatti. Like, okay. He is not like a good looking guy. He's not like, wow, that guy's charming. I'll follow that guy up the fucking. You know, head. you know, pig vomit. He yeah. looks worse than him. And so. He's, it's not, he's not good looking. So it's very hard to go, wow, I can see how he charmed a room full of people to right. follow him. You're like. Oh, that guy's fucking disgusting. I wouldn't follow him to the fucking bank. But uh, one of the most interesting facts is he's in the Guinness Book of World Records for writing the most books ever. He's there you go. written yeah. over a yeah, thousand books. What the fuck it. did Jesus ever write? Who could fucking he, do that? He was lazy as shit from like so, the time he was 17 to the time so he was they, 33. They don't really go over that stuff enough for me because I'm like, wow, this guy must have been fucking yeah. pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, or a typewriter too, by the way. Yeah, and they don't really go over exactly what he says in these thousand books. Like, what did he fucking say? That everybody was like, you're damn right, motherfucker. They didn't go over any of that stuff. They just go, it's bad, 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 bad. Right. They wouldn't let me leave. They told me it costs money. They yeah, where's, bad, bad. where's the there, part? There's got to be some good shit. There's got to be some part where, like, this shit's fucking off the hook. I'm fucking in. Like, so, they didn't go over any of that stuff. Right, Wendell? 
And, yeah, no, they don't. And yeah, so they don't. Right. I would like to have seen more and, and learn yeah. more about this. And so they don't say why the religion is attractive, which it is, no. because so many people any join. Any of that. Yeah. And lots of people are really successful after they join. In yeah, like show they don't business. go over, like, I was depressed, then I got into Scientology, and for the next three years, I was doing really well, and then this happened. It Cur- was like. Curse- yeah, Kirst- I joined the religion, and then they wouldn't let me out. Like, right. Kirstie Alley is like, uh, that's how I got off cocaine with right, Scientology. I, yeah, I wanted more of that shit. Like, right. where was somebody telling me the good shit? Because there is good shit. There's got to be. And it goes bad shit. Yeah. But eventually, how you get in is the good shit. Right. They, they don't start off with the bad shit. They don't just say, hey, pay me money. Oh, fuck, I got to join this religion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of... You know, I believe the theory that they have <laughs> that they're basically blackmailing these big stars to stay in there. I believe they have shit on them. No, I, I, I don't think around. so. I think the big guys they don't do any of that blackmailing shit. I think the good guys they're just like whatever. What's up, Tom Cruise? Right, no, right, right. you can do whatever. Like, like because I don't think I, I think they're like different to those guys than the average guy. The average guy like, dude, look out! You gotta pay me fifteen more grand, otherwise you're out. Or we're yeah. gonna fucking kill your family like but to everybody else they're like no nah, it's totally cool bro it's right, totally right. cool and so that's why Tom yeah. Cruise is like yeah it's cool like he doesn't know that's not cool <laughs> I feel the need but anyways you liked it Wendell yeah I thought it was really interesting right. uh, you know what would be really funny I would love to see the IRS revoke their uh their yeah. Anyways, they got like a ta- the big thing is they got tax exempt sta- status for being They're a religion, religion yeah. in like but not to like eighty something, like eighty seven, right, 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 or something. The IRS could, could uh, take that away. Could uh, re, re, uh, uh, revisit that. Uh, that would be hilarious. Would yeah. that make you laugh? All right, one, one more I movie, Wendell. Quick, one more movie. Hold on, what's the rating on Scientology? How many ice cream trucks? Oh, I give it five ice cream trucks, dude. Okay, yeah, definitely watch it. All right, what's, yeah, what's, definitely what's... watch it. I love documentaries. Anytime you can learn something new about some crazy hey, this shit. guy. Or anything interesting. <laughs> watch it. All right. And on a side note, definitely watch Enron, Smartest Guys in the Room if you've never seen it. Boom. Them. Boom. All right. And the uh, James Brown documentary he did, Off the Chain. Oh, that that movie's awesome. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Which one? The James Brown documentary. Yeah. Alex Gibney did. It's really good. All right, Wendell, what All else? Right. All right, yo. What's the next movie? Oh, the next movie. Uh... Uh, well, you know, I had everyone, I was going to watch it anyway, but I had a lot of people on Twitter tell me to watch the Comedy Central Roast of Justin Bieber this week. That's so not a movie. I Next, what else? That. What's the movie? Huh? What's the movie? The movie. That's not, that's not a movie. That's a bunch oh, of dicks shitting on each other. Okay. No, what's the movie? You said you had a bunch of movies. Name another movie. You've named one movie. Yeah, I know. I watched. Uh, I finally got around to watching that Houdini. Uh, it's an old thing now because it came out last September. But I watched the uh, Houdini uh, uh, two uh, miniseries. With watch, Adrian watch me and Randy try to escape <laughs> from this conversation. Yeah. All right, and how was that, Wendell? Was it good? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to see it. I had it on my DVR. All right, for a long was it time, good? I never watched. I got it. it. What's the backstory on you watching this movie? <laughs> I, I mean, it was interesting. I, I didn't know a lot about Houdini. Uh, you know. <laughs> I shot a movie yeah. on this property in Laurel Canyon one time. Uh-huh. I heard it's haunted. Uh-huh. I never saw any ghosts. Any other details? But other than that. Hmm? All right. Did they mention, did they bring up his brother in that movie? Houdoni? They, his brother? <laughs> Isn't there a brother? His brother's in the movie. His brother's in the movie. Yeah, he had a brother. 
Well, I mean, it started out as... Isn't it? It's Houdini. Who used to hang out together? Houdini. um, Fab Five Freddy. (laughs) uh, Melly Mel. um, The Furious Five. That's right. The freaks come out at night. Uh, (laughs) That's a different... uh, Was Capone in that crew? All right. So what what do you what do you give this uh, what do you give this Adrian Brody movie? It's an Adrian Brody movie, well, it, right? It was interesting. I thought it was going to be way too long, but you know, it was actually they, yeah, they actually didn't idiot. dive into like uh, <laughs> like enough. I don't think. I think they could have talked What's, about more. Uh, like, if you were, if you were going to scale it on ice cream trucks, how many would that be? I mean, it was it was interesting. I'll give it uh you know I'll give it like three and a half ice cream trucks. It All right. Was, uh, interesting watch. All right. I tell you, I tell you what, the girl in there that I didn't recognize, never seen in anything with. Kristen Conley, who plays his wife, yeah. he was really fucking cute, dude. Did, I, I love that girl. Did he? Did, Kristen Conley. Did they stay married? Do the whole movie? Yeah. He didn't, he cheat, on, he didn't cheat on her once, he I'm sure. He ended up dying in, I think it was 1915, of Oh, uh, uh, yeah, of, I know who this girl is, Vince. And she survived him uh, by 17 years. At, uh, oh, yeah, big fan of her. Big okay, fan. all right. Hold on, what else is yeah. she in? Hold on. Big fan of her. See? Nice, huh? Hold on. <laughs> big fan of you... <laughs> Full charge, you recognize her. She's yeah. in uh, House of Cards. Yeah, I've never seen her. She's in House of Cards. Yeah, hold on, let me get a look. Keep talking, bitch. She's in House of Cards. She's the, uh, she was the yeah, one yeah. that was doing the, the governor that was on drugs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to start watching House of Cards. I'm going to get a Netflix account. The guy yeah. that would let me use the Netflix canceled it, so now I don't get to watch anything. It's like your life's the opposite of mine. I just got a new TV. I can watch all these Netflix I could watch HBO Go. And, you know, my friend yeah, Tim... Yeah, did you ever get your TV hung up on the wall or what? No, I got a new TV. I got another TV. I put it on a stand. Tim is really pissed dude, at you. Like, to my friend Tim... checks and making it happen, huh? Nice. Yeah, dude. This is just working out for me. Tim... <laughs> Tim is... My friend Tim is super pissed at you. Like, super... He gets so frustrated when you won't watch Breaking Bad. He's super pissed. He's just pissed at you. And you know, Craig is hanging yeah, with... So, you know, so Craig... People were angry with... Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, hey, Wendell, about, do you know who Bob Odenkirk is? Yeah. How do you know who he is? What's he in? Well, aside from being in a bunch of different comedies, he has... Like, a, like, um, like, what? like what? Like what? Yeah, but you haven't seen Better Call Saul. So how do you know who he is? I've seen a ton of fake promos for it. I watched The Walking Dead. It's also on AMC. You only know Bob Odenkirk from watching Better Call Saul promos? Huh? You got to know him for more than a promo. They don't mention his name well, in the he's promo. He's a writer on SNL. I mean, of course I know who he is. Did you ever see... Wendell's Deep Comedy. I was you, wrong. Did you ever see Mr. Show? Yeah, Mr. Show. And, uh, You've seen it. He in, uh, wasn't he in like... What else? He's in an episode of Seinfeld where he becomes a doctor and dumps the lane. He's on Facebook too. Yeah, he is. He was on Friendster. He's one of the first guys on Friendster. <laughs> he's been in a bunch of comedies. Wasn't he in like uh, Ace Ventura and some other shit? I like wish there was. A, I wish there was a website we could go to that could tell us. Yeah, we'll things. never know. We'll just never know. Yeah. No, I'm looking it up right now. Trust me. I want to know where you know him from. Because honestly, um, Breaking Bad is his his role of a lifetime, and that's why he's he's popular now. Because the show is really, really good. I don't know if you've heard, but the show is really, really good. I mean, like, it's just I've so heard, good. I've heard. I, I know. I get. You, a lot do of you know? Do you know when Randy first told me about it? I go, yeah, 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 whatever. It's on AMC, whatever. And then I watch one episode of this thing, and I, I had to get a new couch because I shit all over it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I get a lot of flack from people on Twitter for not having watched it yet. Because you're frustrating people, because you're not coming up with a good reason why you don't watch it. And which, if you were just a regular person, fine. But you're the entertainment guy. All right, hey, Vids, I got to go. Right. Yeah, Randy's got to go. I got things to do. Hey, another entertainment news. Robert Downey Jr. turned 50 today. Okay. So happy birthday, oh, Robert Downey. Yeah, happy birthday. We, of course we know. We're celebrating it tonight. That's what, what we're doing. <laughs> All right, we got to go, man. All right, man. Uh, let me know what time tomorrow. I'll, I'll talk. Oh, shit. What'd you say? Yeah, okay. Let me know what time tomorrow, and I'll, talk, I'll see you then. Two o'clock. Ish. Two o'clock. Later. All right, peace. Later. Peace out. Let me outro this, Randy. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Oh. That's some gay gay reggae or uh, go go gay guy. That's that's gay guy. Gay guy is that re- is that it's, gay? It's go go. Yeah. No, it's uh. Oh, there you go. We're down with you. Keep making noise. It's like a hug. It's like a hug for my ears. Now, DJ Cool, do you think you think I like this song? Some of y'all might know this, and some of y'all don't. Okay. Some of y'all might get with this. Okay. I wonder where I'll fall. Have mercy, baby. I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat.